Hi guys, my name is Pablo and welcome to Pablo's Mic. How you guys doing today? Thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of this podcast. God bless all y'all for listening. I can't say enough thank you. Just thanks very much for listening to this podcast. So here today, here with me today, I have a very, very close friend of mine. He's even my brother. It's been an understatement to call him a friend. So we're both Nigerian foreign students here in Ukraine and then the purpose of this episode is just to tell you the experiences, the good, the bad, the ugly of studying in Ukraine as a foreign student. So, without further ado, I introduce to you Mr. Taiwo Sholanke. <laughs> Hello, guys. So, Mr. Taiwo, thank you for taking all your time to join us today on this podcast. I really appreciate you. My yeah, that's what girls are for. So, like, just tell me, walk me through it. How, like, how was your move to Ukraine? Please, can you just give me a breakdown of it from the beginning? Like, okay, the decision that I'm going to study in Ukraine, and then your visa application, your expectations on Ukraine. Just um, okay. Um, in all honesty. The, the decision to come to Ukraine was was so sudden for me because I was in I was in school back in Nigeria I was in University of Ibadan and like like my parents had it in them already that I wasn't doing what I wanted to do I was studying zoology in University of Ibadan so they already had it in mind that I had to leave no matter what so, so. what did you want to study because you mentioned that you were doing zoology and yeah. that was not what you wanted to study. So please can you just tell us what you wanted to study? Uh, I wanted to study medicine. Medicine, uh. medicine. And thank God I'm here studying medicine now. Well, <laughs> unlike <laughs> me, do you like like me also, the the decision to come to Ukraine too was also very sudden because after my wife to my non Nigerian viewers, that's the West African certificate exam you write so you can be able to get into like universities abroad and in Nigeria. So once I passed my work, the plan was for me to learn German language and then go to Germany to study veterinary medicine, not human medicine. Because that was my that was my passion from when I was a child. Everybody that knows me since when I was young tell you that oh he wanted to be a veterinary doctor. So um when I saw the requirements to study German I had already started the first level of German, that's A1, and I needed to get to C1 to study veterinary medicine in Germany. So when I checked the requirements online, I saw that to get to the C1 level of proficiency, it would take you at least two years. And I was in a hurry. I didn't want to stay home for two years because, like, <laughs> staying at home with African parents for two years is an <laughs> it's a very very Definitely stressful so. situation. So I just wanted to like get out of the country and just study. So like me getting here, my agents in Nigeria told me that oh I was going to study veterinary medicine. So upon getting to Kiev, he told me that. Um, the options I have is to study medicine for the first year and then transfer to another city in Ukraine, study veterinary medicine. And then I, I went with the plan, but I now thought about it that, okay, if I start one year in human medicine and then later transfer to go and study veterinary medicine, that's like starting the whole resettlement process again. Like I would have, I would spend a lot of money again to settle down in another city where I don't have 
any friends and then i would have wasted one year studying human medicine so i was just like maybe all things happen for a reason that since i will not be able to start fresh in veterinary medicine and then i would have done one year in human medicine already then i might just as well just finish and become a medical doctor so so now like your visa application how was it uh it was very stressful because i remember i remember after getting the admission letter which is the first thing you you get and getting my passports um ready i had to travel to to abuja from ibadan i had to leave from school the first time i left with my dad but the second time i had to go alone and trust me it was it was hell of a ride like <laughs> I was on the road for close to how many hours? Like fourteen hours. Or? Yeah, I didn't go by road. I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember road, and uh, it was it was it was it was a very nice experience to traveling on the road. But then it was also very very stressful. stressful yeah, because of the bad roads and stuff. The bad roads. Well, thank God we are both here in Ukraine, and then that's why this is possible. So yeah. can you tell me like? Okay, you got your visa, you were approved. Okay, yes, you can come to Ukraine to study. Like, okay, you will be happy. That was yeah, yeah, a given. Definitely. But, like, what were your expectations coming into Ukraine? Because oh my, my expectations, <laughs> it was around that time I was watching this show, Grunish. I'm uh, sure all of you can relate to Grunish. So, that it was, it is a series about a girl that left her family to go to another city in the United States. To study, so I kind of related to that. That I was leaving my family to come to Ukraine to study. So I thought the whole experience was going to be like that too, but it was far from what I thought. So tell me, how what were your expectations? Man, before leaving, before leaving, I, I thought Ukraine was going to be like this place where you meet, like everyone, everyone. I I already knew before coming that Ukraine is this place where. People from different nationalities are, but yeah, then like a melting pot of different yeah, cultures and nationalities. I thought we were all going to be in the same like in the like same mixed, environment. Yeah. yeah, learning under the same environment. That's what I thought Ukrainian, also. But when I got here, the segregation like gave me a slap. It slapped me to reality that <laughs> this is now things, and it got me very disappointed. But the thing is, you can't actually blame them because we don't speak the same language. I believe if that's you become fluent fluent in the language, you would have a lot more Ukrainian friends and you would have the opportunity yeah. to mix with Ukrainians because from what I've noticed, only few Ukrainians understand English. Yeah, yeah, very few. A lot of them don't want to go through the stress of learning English and then I think that's what's causing a lot of issues. And we but definitely have to go through that stress of learning Russian and learning Russian Ukrainian And the thing is that the schooling system is quite different. You know, Western Western schooling system, you have all the students in a whole class. You know every student that is in, let's say, the first year class, second year class. You can know a lot of people. Like, everyone who is in the first year, you know them. But here, in the first year, you don't even know the people that... In the next group. <laughs> exactly. So, it's only subjects like biology and histology that allows yeah. us to mix. Yeah. So, the, your, the friends you can make from having classes, they are very limited. Limited. Really, the life is, is... But but I would like to know, like, a lot more people. Because most of you that know me, I'm a very friendly person. I yeah. have a lot of friends. Very and there are a lot of, like, cool people in our year. Like, just by looking at them. I know you shouldn't judge a book by, by its cover, but 
like you it would just be nice to know people mm-hmm. it would just be nice to know them because you are in the same year together you are all foreigners it would be nice just to be able to connect yeah, to pick their, pick their minds so like how would you rate your stay in ukraine overall like how would you rate it is it a good experience is it bad or like is it halfway in the middle so far my stay okay let me say from the beginning when i came it was at uh it was good it was good but as you stay longer um i believe it gets better yeah it gets better but then so far it has been just normal maybe because of my style of living yeah he's an introvert <laughs> he's I an really introvert what, what i do i have a very triangular life is school um church church and the band band rehearsals and gigs gigs and he also plays a guitar yeah. also he's yeah. a very very good guitar player so yeah. you can hit him up just write in the comments and then <laughs> send him your contacts <laughs> and then that reminds me also if you have some questions you would like us to answer in the next episode with the next guest just drop a question in the comment section or you could follow our instagram at pablo's underscore mike and you could just send us a dm with your questions or like things you would want to know about staying in ukraine or questions you just want to ask us in general so back to you um so, what would you say is the worst thing that has happened to you in Ukraine? Oh Can you give us like your best and worst experience? Because to me, it's it happens like it kind of fluctuates. Sometimes you'll be like really, really stoked and excited to be in Ukraine, and then you see some stupid things that happen, and then you'll be like, ah, it's, it's my staying in Ukraine is really worth it. Uh, trying to think about okay. The best and the worst thing that happens. The worst thing is 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 on the tip of my tongue, but I'm thinking about saying the best thing, and it's really not, not coming to it. Like you could just say anything. People you've met, places you've been to. Oh, okay. Um, the best thing for me in in Ukraine was meeting a couple of um. Okay, one of the best things is actually meeting my friend Shem because I remember when I would say the worst thing i'll say the worst thing that has happened and you understand why i said the best thing is meeting Shem. so <laughs> so the best thing is meeting apart from that meeting other african people here because i've i've met a lot of other like awesome people i i felt coming from nigeria i didn't want to i didn't want to like be this person like in nigeria i was introverted but not totally introverted i had a lot of friends around but i didn't want to get to make friends i just wanted to be on my own and and just close myself in and but isn't that a bit dangerous no one it's, no one is an island and no exactly. one should be an island and i figured that out but i met a lot of nice people a lot of nice nigerians and from this i i met like my band members and we had so much fun and, and a lot he's of in a band called shades also a very very good band Check us the out on, instagram. on instagram the shades and we made a lot of good music and i met a lot of nice ukrainian people too and we even like like the experience has been crazy that's one of the best things that has also happened to me here and just in general like sightseeing seeing new places meeting new people um trying the language and just the food too is quite okay not so good i'm not saying the food okay let me just 
Bruh, I'm trying to be diplomatic as possible here, yeah, but <laughs> that's a topic for another day. That's a topic for another day. And now to the worst part. Uh, definitely the worst part is when I got like really sick. I have this bad habit um, of eating very, 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 very late or. I'm and unhealthy food. This yeah. guy would eat Nutella and bread <laughs> for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Nutella and bread. I, I, breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner. I basically eat to survive. I just I, I don't I don't eat to. And he doesn't know how to cook. I can cook, but I'm too lazy. Noodles is not cooking, bro. No, bro, I can cook. I can cook like the essentials. Jollof rice is the What? I can cook jollof rice. Nah, I don't believe that. No, I can cook jollof rice one day. Yes, I'm, I'm waiting to try it out. And you smack your lips. Okay. <laughs> so the worst thing was when I got sick. So I had ulcers like back in Nigeria. And here, like it just resurfaced like... I can't remember how it started, but I got very, very sick. I didn't know what um, was wrong with me, and I spent a lot of money. I had jaundice, I had like pains in my liver area, and I got very, very sick. Mm-hmm. Shane was here, like I just sorry about that, bro. <laughs> I got very, very. I looked very, very bad, and I couldn't go to school for a few days, and it really told on my like my performance in school, and along all, all that time when like. There were people that I felt like I could trust in that time. And me and Shane, we, had, we hadn't really clicked that time. We hadn't really clicked. It was just this guy that we usually go to class every time. And, like, we weren't so much yeah, that was of, of friends then. So, there was this guy that I thought I, maybe I could I could rely on. And he was just making jest of me when I was sick. He didn't know how serious it was. But Shane, he just didn't care. He was just taking it as serious as I looked. And... Sean would come like early in the morning and he would he would bring food like so many times. I'm not saying that he became my friend because of food, but <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was Sean is a, like is a selflessly nice guy. Like uh, he's, he's nah, nah, like <laughs> I, I would have people that would say otherwise though because nah. some people would think I'm a very very <laughs> wicked person, but nah. it depends. Shion has this very hard side to him. No, if you don't know Shion, you think he's a very stubborn, rude guy that doesn't just like people. But it's different. It's just his way of playing with you. It's his way of getting closer <laughs> to you. So you really have to understand him. And all this time when I was sick, it was Shion would like, he would stand in class for me. He's going to say he's not, he's not feeling fine. He, he wouldn't let like me lack. He knew that I had bad eating habits. He would come to my room and he would say, Let's say he's just chilling with me and you'll be like, do you have food? And I'll just be like, um, Nutella have- and bread. <laughs> he has Nutella and bread. Imagine that. I'm asking a human being if he has food and he's saying he has Nutella and bread. So he, he knew what was going on. He knew that I was I was in bad condition. I know that time she only like really took care of me. And it would he just, it was just really nice to me. And then I was like, oh my God, like, Closing myself in and not actually making friends is very bad. Like in that time, Shane was this one person that I would say it was very, it was there for me. It was there for me, and I can say he saved my life because no, no, it's not that. No, it's actually it's not that. Bro, it's not that. I, I was, I was having like those days. Like I was really having bad thoughts. You know when you come to Ukraine and you don't expect this to happen in the first year, and you don't even expect falling sick. In you don't Ukraine. expect falling sick and. I would go nights without sleeping. Like, 
I wouldn't I'm this kind of person I don't like to bother people with like things that worry me. I would go like three days like without sleeping. In a day I could sleep for like just three hours and I'll wake up looking like a zone because I just couldn't sleep. If I tried to sleep my my stomach would be paining me and I just had to stay awake and all that. But then like Shane was there to like give me comfort and he, he was always like I was always coming, cracking jokes, and like it was just there for me, honestly, because I'm not this person that likes to go on the internet and chat. I just <laughs> stay into the void and play games. I like playing games. <laughs> PUBG. <laughs> so he's an advocate for PUBG. <laughs> so that that's it. That was like the worst time in Ukraine. And okay, bro. I think that's too much gloom <laughs> for one episode. So now to the best. <laughs> To the best parts, let me give you my own experience. Like okay, the yes. best parts that I felt, okay, yes, Ukraine is actually what it was during the summer, and I had ah. things planned for this summer. <laughs> if not for the Rona, the coronavirus, I just throw my plans in the bin because last year, like we were going to the beach every, almost every day, just seeing nice people, meeting friends. Most of the friends I have now, like more than half, we met on the beach, okay. just like socializing, playing volleyball, playing football together on the beach, just having a good time. Well, they really, really good vibe. And the weather day. here, and the weather here is actually very nice during the summer. You would yeah. even think you are like in Los Angeles or like Miami, the, the way you would see it, because it was actually a very, very nice experience. And now, let's move away from that. Like, how do you see the school system? Because now you've had the experience of schooling in the higher institution in Nigeria mm-hmm. and schooling in the higher institution here in Ukraine. So can you just give us the pros and cons of each institution, the one in Nigeria and the one in Ukraine, the educational system in both countries? Can you just give us some pros and cons? Uh, I would say one of the pros are like, okay, now in um, Nigerian universities, the teachers have... They have this non-challenge yeah, attitude, yeah. right? They don't, they don't have a systemic way to the way they teach, and teachers are not so approachable. Yeah, they are not so approachable. They make life so hard, and they don't have this. Um, uh, the English just just jumped out of my mouth, but they don't have this systemic way to teaching. They don't have a pattern. Yeah, they don't have a pattern. They just. They don't teach. In they do sense. things as they like. Yeah, exactly. That's they do things as they like and. It's just not a level ground to 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 teach everyone. They don't teach everyone on a level ground. Like they don't care about that. They just want to to make life hard for you and be like, okay, you have to struggle for everything. And here, yeah, the teachers they are more helpful. If you don't get something right, they'll be like, okay, let's try this again. And even though there is this language barrier, they try their best to explain everything to see that everyone gets it and. And the they teachers have, here are very, yeah. very approachable. Let me tell you guys a funny story. <laughs> One of my friends in Unilag, because I used to hang out in Unilag during the process of my visa application and everything, he told us that his first class with this lecturer, the lecturer came in and told everyone, A is for God, B is for me, <laughs> C is for the best amongst you, the rest can fight for D, E, and F. So, like... That's like which kind of mentality are you putting into the students? That means like getting an A or getting a B in that class is virtually impossible. So there is nothing you can do. You just try your best to scrape a C. That's the average, and end up not like retaking the class. But here in Ukraine, like the teachers make it 
very very yeah very very their continence is so warm that you can always go to miss them for stuff they give numbers you can message them you can get information from them on time they give you materials to study here in like meanwhile in nigeria you would have to buy handouts for the lecture (laughs) from the lecturers if you don't buy buy, (laughs) if you don't buy (laughs) you're on the blacklist they've marked you out that you are going to fail and there's no way you're going to pass so now let me ask you this last question like where do you see like what are the things you hope to have achieved by like your last or final year here in ukraine uh by my final year here in ukraine i by god's grace i want to i want to have um i want to have like like um established a music studio I know it's is is a very is a very far fetched. Yeah. Well, it's possible. It's, it's possible. very it's very possible. I want to have like at least have a business venture and that's a music studio because I can make a lot from it. And I want to have learned. Um, okay, first I want to have like had like enough enough to fall back to, because I'm definitely not going to stay in Ukraine for. The rest of yeah, your life. So I'll I am also not planning on going back to Nigeria because I want to further my studies in most likely music. Cause I'm not like being a medical doctor is nice, but life is about fulfillment and doing things that you really love. I love being a medical. Mm, that's some I'm, dope lines though. <laughs> that please can you say that again? That that's I can't remember what I said. But, but that's some dope lines. That's some dope lines. I felt it. So I just want to. I want to concentrate on music because I've spent, come on, I've spent six years concentrating on medicine, so please let me concentrate on music too, a little bit. Probably travel to a music school, a good music school, where English is key. Or maybe here in Ukraine, maybe I would have learned, oh yeah, I hope I have learned Russian language, Russian language. <laughs> by that time. And maybe I've, I've, I've a fiancé, I don't know. <laughs> well, like what I would have liked to Yeah, what would you have liked to? I would have like I would have liked to have visited all the cities in Ukraine. Because I like to explore. And most of you that know me, I'm an extrovert. I don't like staying indoors. This quarantine, it has me feeling only, like a caged animal. It's always so restless. Because, yeah. like, I don't see why I should be at home every time. It's just so frustrating. So I would have liked to visit all the cities in Ukraine, especially this one, Carpathia, where you have the mountains. It looks like Switzerland when you just see the pictures online. I would, have, I would like to ski and just get a good... Oh my god, you like to ski? Not that kind of <laughs> ski, but you get what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, thank you very much, Taiwo, oh, my guy. Okay. Thank you very much for being on this podcast. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So, thanks guys for tuning in to this podcast. As I've said again, I can never thank you enough for showing me support and love throughout this journey we've started and would likely finish together so my name still remains pablo and thanks for tuning in to pablo's mic have a great day